Gitin daf yud aleph. The last thing we were discussing was a Mishnah that said any contract that comes from a civil court is kasher, except for a get of isha and shehora avadim. Rabbi Shimon said they're also kasher, and the Gemara wanted to know what was Rabbi Shimon's shita. And we said Rabbi Shimon went according to Rabbi Azar, who said it all depends on the edim that watched the get being given. And the Gemara asked, but Rabbi Azar, even he admits that if the get is fraudulent from the inside. Where you see aidim that are not kosher, then he also will say that the get's no good. And the Gemara explains and over here. You see that the hardcore goyish names that you're not going to get mixed up and say, oh, aidim uh, that are goyim are going to kosher a get, and you're going to use them for aidim esira. And with that, we are starting Yud Aleph Amud Aleph, three lines in towards the end of the line, which says aval. So now the Gemara is explain, uh, understanding based on everything we learned that Aval Shemot She'enam Muvakin names that are not 100%. We're not sure if they're Goyish names or not. It could be a Jewish name. It could be a not, a, a not Jewish name. My, what would be the Dean of the Get? Look, maybe we wouldn't be able to say it's Kasher because it's a problem from inside the Get. Yeah, if that's the case. When we said in the Mishnah that it's only pasul, it, the get's only pasul if it was done not in court, you should explain it yourself and say that's the mahlokit. If it's hardcore names of Goyim, okay, then it's kasher. If it's names that were not 100% it's Goyim or not, maybe they wouldn't be makshir, that type of get. So the Gemara explains, The Gemara is talking in a way of also. When do we say that they get this kasher if it was done in civil court? Where it's 100% Goyish names. If it's not 100% Goyish names, These gitin become as if they were done, like not in court. And they become pasul, you can't trust them whatsoever. And the idea is very simply, Rashid Tosfot, that when things are not done correctly in a court uh, with a certain due process, then the idea will just sign anything. They, it's not going to be taken uh, seriously. And if there's a lies over here, if things are not true, no one's going to care. They're just going to sign it and just let's move it on. But things that are done in court are taken a lot more seriously and the, the court makes sure everything is done correctly, no games. And Tanya Amar Bil Azar Berbiosi Kah Amar Bishimon Hachamim Betsaidan that Lonihlikur Biakiva Hachamim never argued regarding Al Kolashtarota Alim Bakaosh of Deko Havim and all the contracts that come out in civil court, Shafal Pishihotmen of Deko Havim Kesharim, that even though of Deko Havim signed it as Kasher. They're not going to mess themselves up. They're not lying when they sign these things. Even those things are kasher as long as the Adem Mesira were Israel. Where is the arguing? This is if it was done outside of civil court. Rabbi Akiva is, says it's kasher. Over there, hachamim are posel. And the Ramban explains Rabbi Akiva holds that it's kasher and you don't even need Aideh Mesira that are Jewish because no one's lying over here because they all know if courts catch them doing these type of things and they're lying about it, they're they're going to get killed or they're going to get punished for this. 
And Tosfot explains now that Rabbi Akiva's machshir, but ha, uh, only if there's Aidem Mesirah that are Jewish, and it has to, the signatures in the get has to be 100% uh, uh, not Jewish names, Shemot Muvhakin. This way, no one's no one's going to get mixed up for the future. Uh, on the other hand, uh, according to Hachamim, their posel everything is pasul except for gets and emancipation of an avid. Because they believe that, in general, people will life. It's not done in civil court, done professionally. People will play games. And therefore, if there's Aidem Esirah that are Israel and they're Kasher, okay, fine, we'll agree on it. And Tosfot doesn't even believe, even if the Aidem Esirah are Jewish, he doesn't believe them at all. Because uh, because if it's not done in civil court professionally, it's, uh, it, it's something's going to get messed up over there. Now, there's another explanation to what Hachamim hold, and that's Rabban Shimon Megamliel Omer, Af Elu, even Giten Hashim and Shehra Avadim are Kesherin, according to Hachamim, even if they're done Behediot, when, Bimkom She'en Yisrael Chotmin, that's in a place where Jews are not allowed to sign documents, there's some sort of Gzera from the Goyim, we don't want them signing, so therefore we're not Choshesh, that people are going to do a Gitin with uh, not Kosher Edem Mesira. But if it's a place where they let Jewish people sign documents, then the, the, these gets are not kosher, even if it's uh, 100% Goyish names, because we, if we allow it where it's 100% Goyish names, we might come to allow it in a place where they're not 100% uh, Goyish names, something in the middle, one of those type of names. And that would be a big problem because they might come to allow a get signed by Goyim and uh, no Israel there. And the Gemara says, if that's the case, if it's a place where Jews are not allowed to sign uh, any documents, we should also be gozer atumakom sheisrael chotmin. That maybe we're going to come allow a get like this, even where Jews are allowed to sign contracts. So the Gemara explains, Shema bishma mahalif. People will get mixed up with names. People don't know what's 100% Goyish name, what's 100% Jewish name, things that are in the middle. And people will allow certain things and they'll say, well, this is this, that is that. However, people won't say, oh, this is a place where we're allowed to sign. That's a place where we're not allowed to sign. Everyone knows what uh, what's allowed where. And there's no reason to be gozer. Rabina had an idea to be machshir a shtar that was written in front of goyim judges, I guess in in, uh, in over there armaim, and they were put together, but not by the king. Meaning they just uh, have their own uh, street court sort of thing. And amale rafram erkaotnan, we said civil court and has to be something legitimate by done by the king, and the things that people just put up together on their own. We can trust, and again, we all understand that things that are put together by the king have a little bit more emit to it. And Amara Bahai Shtara Parsa, the a Persian document, the Masreni Haleba Pesa they sell that was given, I guess, to the lender, to the borrower, buying, selling presents. If it was given in front of Aidim that were Israel, Magbinan Bem Ibn Harib. We extract payment only from land that is not sold to someone else. Dafka fits free land. And the Gemara asks, But wait a second. The Aidim were Jewish. They don't know how to read 
what's written in that Persian document. So how could they testify in it? The man says, but the other, we, these, uh, these, I, Israel, I deem they know how to read Persian. We need a contract that cannot be counterfeit and uh, no such thing. The, I guess these Persian Sharot can be uh, can be messed around with. They could uh, play around with them. They can be counterfeit. They can be copied. So my answer is no, but that fits on that we're talking about that uh, they smeared uh, gold nuts on it, which is a way of fixing the cloth, the parchment that you can't uh, counterfeit anything. And any document, you have to write the the basic points of the entire document at the end. And the Persians don't do such a thing. So the Gemara answers, they did write a summary in the last line. They went back and did And you should just know this. If, uh, you, if they didn't write a summary in the last line, if the entire star is Pasul or the last line is Pasul. And uh, b- based on that, uh, the Rishon again the whole argument, uh, what the Gemara is really asking over here. But if you have time to look at the Rishon, very kedai. And the Gemara asks, if everything is done kasher uh, the way Am Yisrael do it, then then even land that was uh, sold away, the borrower gets sold his land to someone else, you should even be able to extract them. And from that, the Gemara says, let le kala. The problem is, since the Jewish people don't sign that uh, document. It's not a known thing. It's not publicized. And people wouldn't buy land from this guy if they would know that uh, that it's connected to someone else, meaning he would have to extract it to make a payment to someone else. And since it's not a publicly known thing, therefore you cannot be gove from land that was given or sold to someone else. So based on that, Rish Lakish asked Rabbi Hanan a question. Aidim that are signed on a get that's brought from Israel, and their their the names are like goyim names. I don't know if they're Jewish or not. Mao, is this a kosher get? Is it not a kosher get? What's the story over here? And the Rashba over here explains, according to Rashi, that the Safek over here, the Gemara's question is based on Rabbanan who are posel gitin that are signed by goyim. If we're not sure about the names, you could still be machshirit if by Aidemisira. If the Aidemisira are Jewish, okay. But without Aidemisira, for sure, there's no chance this get is going to be good. So again, Aidem signed on a get. We're not sure about the names, Jewish or not Jewish. What's the halakha? Is there a way to kosher this get or not? So the only names on a get that came to us, Ella Locus Velus Vehiksharno. Names like locus and Lus, we were machshir that type of get. And the Rabbi Yohan says, Vedavka locus velus, and davka those two names, Delosh Yisrael de Maskeh Bishmatayu, because there's no such thing that a Jew would call his son that name. Right? These are for sure uh, Goyim name, and no one's going to rely on that. And therefore, we were machshir it with Aide Mesira, since when we weren't sure. Aval Bishma but other names. That we're not sure about that they're going. That Jews do call, let's say a name like Maris, for example. We're not sure about that. It could be a Goyim name, could be a Jewish name. So we can't be Machshir Mesira. Because you always have to worry, maybe it's a Goy name and they're going to be Somech on it for a real Idut. Okay. Now the Gemara asked the question, So now Resh Lakish asked the question to Hanan. We learned, uh, and this is a Tosefta, but I thought Gitin that come. 
from uh, outside of Eretz Yisrael, ve'adim hatumim alehem, they have uh, witnesses signed on it, afal pishe shmotehen, kishmot avdei kochavim, even though their names are not Jewish names, kesherin. They are kosher, mipnei sherov Yisrael shebechutzlats, because most Jews outside of Eretz Yisrael, shmotehen, kishmot avdei kochavim, their names are are not Jewish names, and therefore we could rely that a Jewish person signed that get. And the problem is on Rabbi Yohanan. Rabbi Yohanan said that uh, if there's Aide uh, Mesira, then it could work. And here it sounds like we're allowing it even without Aide Mesira. So the Gemara says, no. Rabbi Yohanan says, Hatam over there with the get that comes from outside of Eretz Yisrael. The Braita said the reason. Jews outside of Israel have not Jewish names, and you know we can rely that a Jewish person signed that get, and therefore we don't even need Ida Mesira. But totally different if it's a get, let's say in Israel. And some say that Resh Lakish didn't bring up a Braita about Eretz Israel. Rather, ki matnita like that brayta that we just brought about the uh, gitin brought from outside of Israel uh, with the names that are not Jewish. Kasher not kasher upashat lem matnita. Rabbi Yochanan brought him this brayta to explain to him why, if it's brought from outside of Israel, it's kasher. Now the next mishnah haomer ten get zedishti. A man told the shaliach, "Can you give this get to my wife?" Ushtash huzed avdi or this emancipation document to my eved. If he wants to go back in both of them, he could go back. That's the very bimeir. He could go back on the get. He could go back on the ayvid. Not a problem. Well, depends. Where you're doing something bad to her, you could go back. But you can't go back on an emancipation of an ayvid. Because now he's going out the free, that we can say that the messenger sort of accepted it for him. Because you could be zocher for someone behind his back, and you don't hurt a person unless you're doing it in front of him. That's why the get has to be given to her. Actually, and she has to take it. You can't take it for her unless she made the shaliyah. And with the uh, Ayved, he could go out free even before he actually gets his hand. Even the Shaliyah could accept it. And the Mishnah explains, the idea is, why is it bad for an Ayved to stay in Ayved? If a person doesn't want to feed his slave, Rashai. And therefore, if he's letting you out, it's a good thing. However, if a person doesn't want to feed his wife, he can't do that. So you're hurting her by divorcing her. If you're, if the master is a kohen and he's setting this guy free, he can't eat teruma anymore. And kashem the same way he's posel his wife uh, when when he gives her a get, she can't eat teruma. They're both being pasul from teruma. Therefore, it's a bad thing for him when he goes out free. And uh, therefore, you, you should have to reach his hand uh, when he's getting freed, not uh, the shaliyah. The only reason he gets to eat teruma is because he's a kenyan, he's property, and therefore, when he's if he's free, he's not property anymore. Then you know, who cares about the teruma? And the Gemara will explain that a little bit more. Now the Gemara starts. Rav Huna Bar Yosef Kamed 
Rav Huna, Rav Yitzhak sat in front of Rabbi Miyah, Ve'ativ Rabbi Miyah Ve'kamenamnem, and Rabbi Miyah was half asleep, Ve'ativ Rav Huna Ve'kamar, and Rav Huna said, Shema Amina Midrabanan, we understand from the rabbis, that Hatofes Lebal Hov Kana. If Reuven owes Shimon money, and Levi comes and takes uh, something from Reuven's house, and he has the intention to give it to Shimon, then he's koneh, because remember, Zachin Adam Shiloh Bifanav, even though you're hurting Reuven, it still counts as a, you were zochet for Levi. Children. If Levi came and took from Reuven to give to Shimon, you're not gonna. If you want to bring our Mishnah with the whole Ayved uh, uh, that uh, that he goes out free even though he didn't get his hands yet. Over there is different. Over there, the master said, "Can you give this to my slave?" When he said, "Give tenu." It's as if he's saying, Zechu, Bizochet, for the Ayavid, and that's how he went free. But you can't compare cases where uh, Levi walks into Ruben's house and picks up something, and that counts. And Amarav Hasda Hatofes Le Baalchov, Bimakom Shahavla Harim, if someone comes and and grabs something from someone's house and to give it to someone else. We have a mahloket. Rich person came and took pe'ah from a field. Remember, he has no rights, only for poor people. He says, I'm going to be zochet for some poor person. Rabbi Lezer says it counts, and he's zochet for him. He has to give it to the first ani that he finds. So you see, Rabbi Ezra also holds that when you're hurting someone, you could still be zoche for someone, since he could uh, take from this pe'ah, and when he's take, when the rich person's taking from this pe'ah, he's hurting other poor people, but since he's uh, he's helping another ani, then it counts. But Amar Amemor, Amemor said, and some say it was Rav Papa. Maybe you can't bring a proof from here. Why? Because Adkan lo kama Rebili Ezrahata. Rebili Ezrah said what he said by Pe'ah. Ela migod iba'i mafkad leul nikhseh ve'ani ve'hazile. The rich person could always be mafkir, whatever he owns, and he could be considered a poor person, and he could be zokhe in the Pe'ah himself. Omigod de zakhe le nafsheh, zakhe na'mi lehavre. Since he's zokhe for himself, he could be zokhe for someone else. Abal ha'cha. When you're walking into someone's house and you're picking something up, trying to give it to Levi, look, maybe he wouldn't say that. And same thing, the opposite way around. And over there, by Pe'ah, the reason they'll tell you that he's not Zoche if, he, if the rich person takes the Pe'ah for a specific Ani, Ela Dichtiv says, Meaning, you rich men are not allowed to take it. You're only allowed to give it to Ani. Only an Ani is allowed to take it. But over here, if a person's tofes for a Baal Chov, maybe you don't have that in There's no specific pasuk to explain. So the Gemara says, What does he do with that pasuk? What does he do with that pasuk? When it says, What does he do so is here It's coming to teach me that even Ani has to leave a corner for Pe'ah, that he has to leave it for other poor people. Even though he's poor himself, he has to leave a corner for other poor people. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen.